Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast with Joshua Latimer, where we discuss business, life, family, faith, struggle, fire, pain, and ultimately winning. It's time to take massive action. Look, I, I can't work harder on your life or business than you do. It's ultimately all on you. You know, God created all the food the birds would ever need, but he doesn't put it in their nest. You've got to go get it. 10 out of 10 people die. So how about doing something today that actually matters while you still can? Hey, my friends. Welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. Super excited to hang out with you. Hope you're crushing your goals this week. Uh, I have a special edition episode today. I get to talk to my buddy Lars, who feels like a distant relative that I've recently reconnected with. And uh, <laughs> he is the founder of a really popular software tool called Nice Job. And I talked to Lars like over a year ago, and I'm like, Lars, how do we work together? How do we figure out how to use Send Gym and Nice Job together? Can we do an integration? What does that look like? And Lars was like, absolutely, Josh. Here's the three steps we need to take and call me Tuesday. Well, I didn't call him Tuesday. I called him like way later because our business was chaotic and we were growing and his business was growing. And But we finally got it done. I'm really excited. We have a lot of new updates coming out and this is one of the big ones. And so first of all, Lars, thanks for hanging out with me today. Hey, Josh. My pleasure. And I never knew you thought of me as family. That's really touching. I just, oh, <laughs> it just gives me that warm, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> yeah, where are you located right now, Lars? We're in Vancouver. Just, uh, yeah, so we're in the snowy north. Michigan is one of the states that touches Canada, right? So I feel like Canadians are my family, basically. I grew up an hour from Canada. We used to go over there and go play around in Canada and come back to Michigan. It was awesome. Um, but <laughs> tell us about Nice Job. Tell us about what your tool does, why it's so powerful. A lot of the people listening may have heard of it. For those that haven't, what is it? Uh, it's the easiest way of building a great reputation online. So, you know, pretty much for all of us now, reputation is is everything. Um what kind of reviews we have, what people say about us on social media. Uh, these things spread so fast now, and they're so powerful for our company that it's no longer something that we can leave out of kind of the equation. You know, we have to build our reputation. So at Nice Job, we make it really easy for you to get more reviews from your customers and then to get those reviews where people can see them. So we get them out onto your social media networks, we get them out onto your web properties. And we do that all automated so that you don't have to do anything. So you can go home and sit with your family at night. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's powerful. And I've been talking a lot really for the whole last year, Lars, about just like the technological revolution and not just home services, but small business. Like people are going to get left behind if they don't get, figure out how to get ahead of the curve on some of these things. Reputation is a requirement now. And I'm very passionate about it because it's the truth. It's telling people the truth. The little guy who doesn't care that he has two Google reviews and zero Facebook reviews, that guy is going to get stomped more and more every year as the buying patterns are changing with people. I mean, people are using voice technology like Alexa and Google, and they're saying, Google, call me an electrician. And th those systems are all going to use reputation to determine who they're supposed to call. Like, it's, it's a really big deal, in my opinion. Am I being, like, melodramatic, or do you see it the same way? No, it, that's exactly what it is. It, it's, it's not just a big deal. It's the lifeblood of businesses moving forward. Um, it, kind of interesting that you said the little guy, too, that, you know, has the one Google review and the two Alexa reviews. And, uh, it's not just the little guy these days. A lot of 
big companies have just left it out of their plan. And they, they, they might even do great work, have a passionate fan base, but they haven't planned around reputation marketing. And, and because of that, they're ending up, you know, being really far behind on the curve. And that's going to that's gonna really hurt here. You know, you do a Google search for any company on a mobile device right now. What's the number one thing that pops up? It's that shiny little star rating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. And I also, like back in the day, okay, back in the day, for all the listeners that don't realize this, they used to send these big paper books out to everybody's house. And inside the big paper book, they called it a phone book. It's this magical old book. And you'd open to the page where it said electrician or a carpet cleaner. And you'd see all these little names of companies and phone numbers. And then back in the olden days, you'd call three or four of them. And then, you know, two of them would answer their phone. They'd give you a price and you'd pick the lowest price. That was kind of like the process, the, the mechanics behind how people purchase stuff, more or less. But today it's different. Today people are getting... In, in many ways, less price sensitive and more like uh, reputation sensitive. And what I'm saying is, is that they go online and they stalk you to decide if they're even going to call you. Okay. So what happens is they're not just looking to get a commoditized price from your company to compare with three other commoditized businesses exactly like yours so they can beat you up on price. What they're doing is they're, they're Googling for your thing. They're clicking on the YouTube video that ranked high or the, on the five-star because you have 183 five-star reviews. They're clicking on that. Then they're clicking over to your website. Then they're clicking the Facebook icon. Then they're watching a fam- the, the video of you and your kids explaining how your family business is really great. And then they call you, right? Uh, or if they're really lazy, they'll just instantly call you. But they only instantly call you if you're the guy with the 183 five-star reviews. So like the the buying patterns are different, especially with millennials. They're super lazy. They don't know how to fix things. They can't change their own brake pads. They can't do anything. I think the service industry is going to explode over the next 10 to 20 years because of that. But the way that those younger people buy is not by just seeing your truck and calling you or whatever. They Google it. They're searching on the web. They'll do a little bit of stalking and they'll call the people they perceive to be the best. Would you agree, Lars? Yeah, totally. Yeah, we've be, we've been conditioned to look for social validation. You know, every decision we make, we try to validate it socially. We we've always done that as humans, but in the past we did it differently. We did it with our neighbor, with our buddy. Uh, now we take our social validation from the world wide web. We you know we take it from everywhere, every person. Um, there's a couple of cool studies that I thought were pretty powerful. One. of consumers trust a review as much as a personal recommendation from a friend. That blows my mind, but that's the case. You know, they trust a review as much as your friend saying, Josh, you know, uh, Joe's rib shack is the best rib shack. Um, and it, <laughs> I love ribs. So it just keeps coming. all rib shacks are the best rib shack. <laughs> and then I just read a really cool one this week, uh, a study by Forrester, which is, you know, a big, uh, they do a lot of reviews, uh, studies and, and stuff. Um, and the Forrester study said customer experience innovators lead customer experience laggards in growth by five times. So if you're focused on customer experience and reputation marketing, you know, you're, you're leading in growth by five times. That's, yeah. And I, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to cut you off, but, oh man, but I, I don't want to cut you off, but I totally will. Sorry to be that guy. Um, you're getting me excited because what nice job does 
is it makes it super, super painless for your customer to leave your review. And it's actually annoying to leave people reviews. For, for example, this podcast, last I checked, I had 198 uh, reviews for my podcast. And, and that's awesome. Well, it's taken like 300 episodes to get that many because it's annoying to log into iTunes and to, to give a five-star review to a podcast. Like, it's not easy. If I could send them a button that they click with their thumb and they could do it, I'd have a thousand reviews, right? Um, and really, that's what you guys solve is that issue. Yeah, yeah. We make it super simple for the customer. And then we, we take all those reviews and we keep using them for you. So step one is getting them. Step two is how can we leverage this review to put it in front of more people so that more of your potential customers, your neighbors, all your potential market can see those reviews and get that social validation so that they call you and we take care of that. Well, let's talk about the mechanics of how this works a little bit, just to really simplify it for people. So SendGym is a direct mail platform that also sends gifts, you know, like brownies and cookies and caramels and greeting cards. You can send gift cards. You can send, can you just, send ribs. You, oh, you know what? It'd be That's a good if idea. Send ribs, <laughs> I'll start another company called sendribs.com. <laughs> but basically, imagine this, guys. Imagine after a job, you're wrapping it up. Mr. Jones thinks you're amazing. You totally fist bump them, noogie, chest bump, high five. Like you guys are loving on each other. And you leave the job and you mark the invoice paid, you know, when you get back to your office because the job's done. And maybe you connect with Jobber as a CRM or Responsibit or the Customer Factor or Service Monster or Service Autopilot. And we're adding more and more CRMs we connect to. But imagine you, you just, you're tired out from the day. You mark the invoice paid. Now, what's going to happen in the background? The magical internet unicorn fairy dust is going to be sprinkled. And what's going to happen is SendGem is going to know that you completed the job for Mr. Jones. We're going to send him a thank you postcard immediately, a thank you uh, email immediately, or even a ringless voicemail a few days later to follow up and make sure that you did a good job. Now, in addition to that, now that we're integrating with Nice Job, Nice Job is also going to know that you completed work for Mr. Jones and going to send out a request to review your services. Now, take it from there, Lars. What on a mechanical level happens, an email is sent to Mr. Jones. What does it look like? What happens when they click the different things? How does it work? Yeah, so uh, depending on what contact information you have for Mr. Jones, our first point of contact is going to try to be an SMS message um, because that's the highest conversion rate at the point of peak excitement. Uh, so that's when we're trying to get them, you know, when the customer has just given you that chest bump. Uh, we want peak excitement. So you, you get them, oftentimes you're not even in your truck yet, they've already got the SMS message, they're standing there on their porch, and with one click, they're into Google and they're leaving the review on Google for you from that SMS message. But we know the logistics of like, you know, leaving a review, you don't always necessarily get the person right when they are in the mindset where they can leave the review. They, those messages sometimes get missed. Maybe the customer's just too busy at the moment. So what we do with Nice Job is we can detect when that customer has left a review on a specific service, you know, whether it's Google or Facebook or the review site that you're collecting reviews on. And if they haven't left a review, then we follow up with them 
with a follow-up email um, in a few days' time. And our, our system is able to use machine learning to be able to decide the best time to be able to send out those messages with the most likelihood that the customer is going to respond to the messages. And we're always detecting what the customer's activity is with those messages to decide whether or not to send another follow-up or whether to kind of cut the sequence there. Because we want it to be an awesome experience for your customer. We don't want to like inundate them with another messaging platform where they're getting these endless round of messages and they're like, man, I left a review. Why are you guys still? So we take care of all of that. We make sure that it's a seamless experience for the customer, that they're happy, but still that we get them at the right time with the right type of message so that they leave a review for you. That's amazing. I didn't even know that you guys did yeah. that. That's that was new to me. Machine learning. You guys are so did Elon Musk help write that, that code with you guys for that thing? No, or something? but he built us a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> he built, <laughs> yeah, no. You know what's really you know what the best part about all this is? Is the little businesses out there fighting the good fight. And I, I am jealous, okay? I sold my home service company over three years ago. And there is some tech and stuff, but things have changed so fast. Like the, what, the capabilities are insane right now with what you have, with what we have, with what everybody has. And it's, it's very, very inexpensive to play with millions of dollars worth of super advanced software. Like that's insane. That is the power of how the software business model works. You know, we can spend a million bucks building something and people can use it for a hundred bucks, right? And, it, and leverage it. And yours is, is similar. Talk about um, pricing and kind of the special deal that you have to so people can try it out with our Send Gym customers if they're listening, um, how that works on your end. Yeah, so we tried to make it a, a kind of a special experience for Send Gym. We don't actually do this for anyone else. So this is, this is it's because you're family. We've uh, hold on, send Lars ribs. Okay, keep going. <laughs> um, so, we do have a 14 day full featured trial for everyone, um, and, and that's going to be the first thing when you when you click in send gym there, add nice job. It's going to take you over 14 day free trial. You don't have to add any kind of credit card info or anything from that. But then, even after the 14 day free trial, if you're on send gym, you can keep using the nice job review invites forever for free um which is you know pretty awesome literally insane literally Lars's team did actual work wrote code did a whole bunch of annoying stuff just so you could use uh, that feature for free with send gym it was a it was a high stakes negotiation we had cigars it was a dark (laughs) lit room i was pounding the table and Lars finally said all right josh We'll we'll do it. No, I'm just kidding. But he did he he did go out on a limb with this for us, and it's it's a really big deal. So, explain the differences between the 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 free for life one and the extra benefits and features you get with the full. So we tried to give as much as we could on the free for life one, but there's still going to be some features that you have to upgrade to our paid plan for. So, but the paid plan really, honestly, it's seventy five bucks a month. So. Yeah, it does not break the bank. When you when you think about the power of reputation, um, the ROI you're going to get on that is is ridiculous. So yeah, so the the difference between the features though, so for our paid plan, we're go- you're going to get the automated follow ups. Um, so that's not going to be included in the free for life, and the paid one includes the SMS message send type, which isn't included in the free for life. So the free for life one, you're just going to get be able to get the email sends. Um, which are still really effective. These are, you know, gorgeous invites. They still go into the review funnel with nice job, 
But some of those advanced features that's increased your conversion rate on reviews, those ones you're going to have to upgrade to the $75 a month plan. Yeah, but it's a perfect thing because for the little guy who maybe can't do it right now, he still can get value for free, which is thank you for doing that, Lars, very much. And no, to, the, to the person that kind of has the light bulbs going off in their head, they can just upgrade and get the SMS and the in the multiple follow-up. But now, and to wrap things up, I want to make people sure people understand, like, when you send out the, did we do a nice job review thing, does, isn't one of the features, like if someone clicks like you're awesome, it takes them to the Google review page. But if they say, I hate you, or you did a bad job, it does something else, correct? So that's actually a, a really interesting discussion. It used to. Um, so there, there was this big thing about review gating, they call it. Uh, judging sentiment before you ask someone whether or not they want to review you. And I have to say, we, we used to do that, the judging the sentiment. Through the process of discussion, we really felt that trust is something that has to be transparent. And that, you know, we shouldn't be afraid of being transparent with our customer feedback. Google happened to feel the same way. So a few months ago, they wrote into their terms of service that uh, companies that, that do that uh, will be kind of slapped on the wrist for it reviews re- removed uh, so we no longer do that um and we're actually really excited that we don't do it anymore at the beginning it was a little it was almost a little scary it was like hey we, we took away that little level of protection but the feedback since we've rolled that out has been awesome um it hasn't actually resulted in many more reviews that that have been negative but the ones that it has resulted in our customers have used those as opportunities to turn them into stellar experiences. Uh, so it's actually helped our customers do better. You know, we love being transparent with our with our customers, and our customers love being transparent with their customers, uh, and that builds trust. And if we don't have trust, I, then- I love it. That makes that makes sense to me. I didn't know that you had done away with that, but and and you heard it here first in the Quick Talk podcast. The concept of review gating—that's a fancy term. Yeah, I do know this. You don't want to be messing around with Google um, in terms of violating anything, because you know a lot of the people that listen to our show make ten or twenty or thirty or fifty thousand a month just from. Google-related stuff. Yeah. Uh, so that's a risky game to play. Plus, you know what? I mean, if we do it, I don't review gate my podcast reviews. Yeah. And I have cool. 198 of them. One of them is like a two-star. Somebody hates me. I don't know who it is. And then one of them is a four-star. But all the rest are five-stars. And actually, it looks more authentic because people are getting smarter as consumers, too. Like, I'm on Amazon right now because it's Amazon Prime Day. And, you know, what do we do? We go, if we have a product, we look into the reviews. I try to find the bad ones yeah. so I can tell, are, are they a wacko or is there some validity here? And then I, then I also read the positive ones. Um, totally. That's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, 4.5 to 4.8 star ratings often perform better with consumers than 5.0. Um, wow. Trust factor. Yeah. And, and honestly, we've had a couple reviews where people, you know, like, you know, scaling software companies is really tough. And uh, over the last couple months, we've we've hit speed issues on occasion because of just the amount of massive growth that we're going through. And we've had customers right up like, hey, guys, what's up? Why is nice job going a little bit not as fast today? And by responding to those really quickly, dealing with the issue, getting back to the customer, we've turned, you know, that not positive into a wow experience. And then they changed the review to I had this issue 
They dealt with it in hours. It was amazing. I'm a customer for life. Um, and you can do the same thing. Like if you get those reviews in that are, you know, because none of us are perfect. So you get a review in about a less than perfect experience. Make it wow. Do something extraordinary for the customer. Turn it into the five-star review. Send them some Send Jim Brownies, man. Yeah. Come on, people. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is a really, really, really good point, Lars. That's awesome. I'm excited. And for everybody listening, this is going to be live inside of Send Jim. As of right now, the plan is uh, Thursday morning, the 19th of July, uh, you can log into Send Jim and automate your reputation management completely. It's amazing. We've worked our butts off. You guys better be like cheering for us in your car listening to this podcast right now. I want you to just be like, yeah, high five, Josh. Give me digital high fives and give Lars uh, <laughs> ribs. Send him ribs. Find his address. Go to nicejob.co. Is that the website? That's right. Yeah. Smoky ribs. Smoky ribs. Yeah. Okay. Smoky, smoky ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Lars, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your, uh, the money and time that you spent making this possible for our customers. And I'm going to shout it from the rooftops because I'm excited. And uh, do you have any final closing thoughts before I let you go? And yeah, just that we love working with you guys. It's, uh, it's fantastic to be able to work with people who truly value their customers like you guys do. So we're really excited about this. Let's bring something awesome to these group of people. We're going to do it. Thank you so much, Lars, for the kind words. I'll talk to you very soon. Thanks, Josh. See ya. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast, team. We hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.